0: Hello and welcome to the Professional Horror Podcast, the only podcast that sometimes doesn't do an intro. I am your host, Chris Donovan. Once again, I am being joined by my good buddy, J. Cage, Justin Bogage. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me again. Oh, no problem, man. So, last week, we reviewed a movie called From a House on Willow Street. We went into quite a bit of detail on that movie's sort of hits, its misses. And it it would be one thing to... Just say, okay, here's ways to fix it, but we're going a little bit further with that. We're gonna have a little bit more fun with this whole idea. I've come up with a little game we're gonna play. It's called Monster Mashup. Where we're gonna take okay. yeah, we're gonna take this movie that we just watched from a house on Willow Street, and we're gonna take another horror movie, and we're gonna combine the two into one horror movie. And we're gonna see who came up with a better mashup movie pitch.
1: Now, if we danced to this would it be a monster mash. They did the monster
0: mash. The monster mash? It was a graveyard smash.
1: I, that's all I know. I I will have to Google the rest, but it's
0: a classic. Classic, you need absolutely. To, you just download that. We need a soundboard yeah. of that just
1: a <laughs> monster mash.
0: But i just I would abuse it and just start hitting it during the entire podcast. Probably
1: during my entire analysis yeah. because it's just
0: gonna be Trash. There's only, there's only <laughs> one thing worth hearing, and it's definitely the Monster Mash.
1: Well, there's only one professional on this podcast. Hell. I'm just a rookie. Yeah. so. But, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's
0: get to it. So we're not going to do First Blood because we did that last week. Same guest. We, you know, listen to the last episode, guys. Come on. Come on. Get your, get your stuff together. So we're going to go off. JB's going to go first with his mashup pitch. Then I'm going to go... And then you guys are going to tell us either through Twitter, through Facebook, through Instagram, through email, however you're going to do it. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon, signal, smoke fire. Spooky letters. Yep. If you want to be in the theme. Yeah, Ouija board. Doesn't matter how you tell us. Whoever has the worst pitch has to buy the one with the best pitch, a coffee. Well, I'll get my wallet out. Uh, <laughs> Twix Twix extracts from Mary Lou's would be splendid. And uh, it's just a bottle of water for me. It's free <laughs> some places. But All um, right. um So I, our first installment of the Monster Mashup, JB, what movie are you mashing? How's it gonna look? Well give us a little something. I don't wanna steal your spotlight
1: and get signed to a movie deal, so I'm not going to mash up the house on Willow Street with basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what many people were thinking about for me doing I mean two classics, sometimes two great things, you know, chocolate and pizza, don't mix. Don't mix. You don't mix those two movies, all
0: right? I mean the basketball on Willow Street would be as hard sell, but I would I would love to hear it. Sometime. I mean it would be spooky. I'll sit you down. I'll sit you down,
1: I'll sell you the rights, you know, then we'll go we'll go vacation. It's alright. Basketball on Willow Street? Come on. You know they have lights. We can have night <laughs> games. Anyway, I probably should have done this one. (laughs) But I'm going to go with the most random scary movie that I could ever think of. Because (laughs) me and you are big wrestling fans. Of course. We we talk about this movie a lot. And I figured, you know what? I'm going to try to throw some comedy into this. I'm going to mix The House on Willow Street with See No Evil.
0: Starring starring Corporate Kane.
1: Corporate Kane, the more evil (laughs) Kane. Doing business outside of the ring. I mean, how this man wasn't arrested for murder, I have no idea. (laughs) He defended the title the next week. But (sighs) anyway, for those of you, I believe See No Evil was a 2006 movie, I believe. I believe you're right, but I will... Uh, Around that time frame. And it stars uh, Kane from the WWE, Mm -hmm. and he portrays a villain that is kind of like the big, scary... Kind of very similar to his WWE character. Yeah. Except he's no mask, which is obviously scary. No mask
0: in the first one. I think he actually gets a weird, like, clear mask in the sequel. Yeah, I didn't see the sequel. By the time the sequel came out, he was back to being masked Kane. Oh, okay. So they're like, all right, give him some mask we got lying around, I guess.
1: Now, what I'm going to try to do with this movie is... Because my my scare in a movie, like I said in the first blood of last episode, I'm more about suspense. But a creature that is scary can you know actually set a scare to people. So I mean, Kane, I mean, if that looks back at you in your mirror, I mean, you're pretty much you're freaked out for a while. I mean, he looks like he showers in battery acid, mm. but. He's very, uh, very ugly, very distorted figure. Now, see no evil yep. is about four people who are sent, uh, who are punished and sent to a hotel mm-hmm. to clean it. It's been abandoned for a while, and they're they're punished after a crime or they're they're a bunch of teenagers. They, I, yeah. and uh, they were sent to go clean and renovate it, like during the summer. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the teenagers gets caught by this beast or whoever's still living there. I can't remember his name in the movie. I believe It is Jacob Goodnight. Which Jacob Goodnight, which is a terrible, terrible, terrible name. horror name. I mean, call him, you know, Jack, Jack Bloodbath or something. Yeah. Not like, not, not that. Not like a good there's night. A, but there's
0: a family guy character. Like there's an episode where Chris befriends like a German old guy and his oh, yeah. name is something Gwentag, and then like later on he's at, he's like my real name is Schlechtdacht, which is bad night. I'm like. That's even... That's more creative. That's even better. That's yeah. better than, than Good- Jacob Goodnight. Jacob Goodnight. Putting people to sleep. To sleep. Might as well be Sam Punk.
1: <laughs> Might as well. But... All right. So, the concept of the movie is one of the teenagers gets caught and is held hostage by Mr. Goodnight. Mm. And he carries around like almost these... Um, like these hooks. And like they're on chains. And he yeah. kind of like... He those people in. And causes terror throughout the house Mm -hmm. and one of the teenagers I believe one of the main protagonists in the movie he shot Jacob in the head um, in an an incident four years before that that's why and it's just by fate that he's sent to this hotel and that he's been waiting for him and it's a good movie yeah. i mean for a wwe production it's yeah. not a bad movie the plot's a little weird but i think yeah. kane actually does a decent job as a villain because yeah. he doesn't say much i think he has like two lines in the movie okay. which i actually think for a you know bloodbath throw around the ketchup kind of movie mm-hmm. the less lines the better i think oh, you're yeah. more intim- intimidating the less that you say yeah I think that goes for a lot of instances. Yeah. But how I would tie that into this movie... It's a great question. Why don't you tell us? How, how, are we, how are we making Ceno Evil on Willow Street? I know Savant. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is I would have Kane in the... I mean, every time I say Kane, I think of him in like his whole get yeah. <laughs> like That's just gonna bring Kane! He does a chokeslam! That's gonna be Kane! But... Yeah. <laughs> so I would have him in the warehouse when they, after they, after they kidnap Catherine, mm-hmm. and when they go back, I would have Kane connected to one of the men, similar to uh, See No Evil. I would have him connected in some way, and maybe develop one of the characters in some sort of way that we, it isn't really fully explained. Maybe. Kane. Maybe he's Mark's father. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's the the grieving husband of the mother that was killed mm-hmm. by his son. And maybe he's kind of in, involved in that way.
0: Or maybe, or like, a, a wrongfully killed person. Like, since they're all mourning someone, like, a wrongfully killed thing is, like, the setup of, like, t- a thousand different horror movies. Yeah. So you're saying, like, that, like, comes back to them. So it's, like instead of the demon bringing everything to this warehouse, they just kind of like, oh, this is a great hideout, not knowing they're also walking into another horror thing. Yeah,
1: house. another another horrible place where yeah. someone's just been lurking. And you could even add a haunted dimension to where they're staying, like you said. You mm-hmm. could even add like, oh, well this is, you know, where come up with something better than Jacob Goodnight. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is where a real monster lies. And When in those opening scenes where Hazel and Catherine are talking to each other, she could be like, "Oh, you guys are all gonna die tonight," and and then like as she's walking out, we're not alone. Yeah. So maybe there's some sort of connection between maybe she has his soul, or even like not his soul, but is under the control of of her in some sort of way. Now I would tie all that together because I think there's a lack of scare in the movie. Like physical scare, I think there's a lot of a lack of like jump moments, because a lot of it is just very, just very random. You know, it's 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 just very random like points of freakiness. Like the video's scary,
0: but you almost know what's gonna happen. The most physically intimidating character is the fat guy who uh, Adi killed in the car accident, who shows up and just literally. He shows up five times and probably does the same thing every time. He like turns to Audience and he's like, bruh, And yeah. that's all he does. And I
1: think, I don't mean to take away from the seriousness, uh, uh, well, the scariness of it, mm-hmm. but I believe, I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but an audience of a scary movie finds a female character mm-hmm. that is the antagonist or the, the main killer if she's not like a physical being it's kind of hard to buy her as a killer almost you know you think of you think of like you know scary movies mm-hmm. as the big guy that's like you know got a history and like has like you know is overpowering
0: but when you go into more supernatural, you have the slashers like Michael and Jason. Yeah, uh, and you do have movies like Basic Instincts where there's a female killer, but you're right most most of the time it is like a big hulking guy.
1: Yeah, and I think and Catherine does a good job in the movie being that that spiritual freaky like mm. almost, she sets a scare in that way, but I think the movie needs a little bit more actual scare, like some something that we can actually feel the characters are threatened by. Yeah. And maybe you know a Jacob Goodnight that could take fifteen bullets to the chest and not feel a thing. Yeah. Maybe you give, maybe you give him an out. You know, some kind of like outfit or mask or something, or have him like deranged from being in like an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. You know, I think that physical scare would kind of add just a little bit another issue to the movie itself, and another another thing they have to look out for, mm-hmm. rather than just a girl who's chained up and can't really escape. Yeah. And I think that would kind of add a new perspective. Now, how exactly he's tied in to the movie like in relation, uh, you could either connect him to a character, be a demon from the past, have him be a whole separate thing, or even if this is like a weird thing, like... I even just thought of this, but we never understand who Catherine was with when she had the abortion. It's like maybe this is the guy that was cursed because mm-hmm. he agreed to it. Yeah. You know, who knows? And he just turns into some monster mm-hmm. that is, I don't know how he ended up in the warehouse, yeah. but there's a lot of different ways
0: you could go with it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different, there's a lot of potential. I don't know why I'm helping you since this is, you know. Oh, no, 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 special. please. It yeah. needs the help. Because so. you could take it different ways. You could take it as... Catherine versus Cain as a sort of like a more physical threat versus a more supernatural threat, or you could have them sort of like Catherine is like summoning Jacob to like come and save her. So it's almost like Catherine can't get out of these chains, but if we let Jacob get to her and free her, yeah, then we're all screwed. Then we're all yeah. So you could have it. A, there's there's a lot of different. Things you have to the play physical with. threat, and then you have and the supernatural threat. If they're working together, it's. You know, high stakes, but if it's a versus too, it could be interesting as well. Yeah, so that's
1: that's the movie I would tie in, and that's cool. I, I think it would be a little little bit different because I was trying to think of a movie with like a, a physical force in it that wasn't you know like Jason or yeah you know uh, Michael Myers because I think those are kind of like easy easy picks. You know, I kind of wanted to make it like a little bit unique. Yeah, and I would call it. See No Evil on Willow Willow Street. or I think that works. Or See Evil on Willow Street, since you do, I'm not really sure. But that would be my movie, and uh, the
0: floor is yours. I would have gone 100% higher on your rating if you had done See No Evil 2, because that has Daniel Harris and Catherine Isabel, who I love. Putting those two with Sharni Vincent, it's a winner.
1: Well, cut out the whole thing. We'll do it all over. Alright, so what is your movie, Christopher Donovan?
0: I think I went a lot of different places with this. I thought originally uh, maybe the strangers on Willow Street have the, you know, even though I'm not a big fan of the strangers, but I think if, you know, you have some people invading a house, only to find out that the family they're invading is already screwed up with a possession would be interesting. I thought. Orphan on Willow Street, the movie mm. where it ends where she's actually not an orphan, like little girl, she's actually like a 38 year old, you know, wow, that, midget. That, would that would be, be interesting. Yeah, that would be different. But the, I, I finally settled on the obvious pick it's a miracle on 34th Street. Come on wow. now, <laughs> <laughs> from a house on 34th Street, book it. It's they get they <laughs> kidnap a woman possessed by the spirit of Christmas, some winner. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know what's funny? Because what? you said 34th. Yeah. And I thought, like, just automatically, because the street, I thought, yeah. of El- and, like, Nightmare yeah. on Elm street. Elm street. And I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I'm like, wait, he's, fucking, he's talking about talking Christmas. About Christmas movie. Oh, he's talking about the Christmas movie. You guys are getting more than cold this year. <laughs> oh, That's such a beautiful movie. It's a great movie. Uh,
0: beautiful. No, the, my honest movie I love is... <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> is uh, the remake of The House on Haunted Hill. Okay. So it's going to be... My is going to be called From House on Haunted Hill. The reason I picked the remake as opposed to the original is the remake... Like, the original has some great, you know, Vincent Price cheese to it, but it's very, very small in scope. Not a lot actually happens past the... Oh, I saw a curtain move. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's very enjoyable, but it's just... It hasn't aged particularly well. The premise of the remake is the same as the original, is an eccentric millionaire says, come to my haunted house. If you can stay the night, you get a million dollars. But you can't leave after midnight. So if you're here, you're here. And when they get there, crazy supernatural stuff happens. The remake of House on Haunted Hill isn't great. There's some really cool effects that were ahead of its time for the 90s. But they haven't aged particularly well. But there's a very supernatural element. There's a demon in the house. There's a lot of things going on. There's some interesting character work. So I think we mix that and use some of the things that are, that are good about that with the things that are good about House on Willow Street. We can make a really good film. So instead of stay in this haunted house, you get a million dollars. You have a rich diamond owner say, here's a million dollars. Kidnap my daughter. Huh. And they think, oh, like they look at the news or something and they see, oh, he's having financial issues. You know, he screwed over some people because, you know, he has, you know, these mob ties or whatever. They're okay. all being exposed. So they're saying, oh, he wants us to kidnap his daughter so that he can get good publicity. So he can get his name in the press being like, you can get his face on a video camera saying, oh, woe is me. And the public kind of forgets his legal issues because they're so... Heart, their hearts have been filled with the spirit of him being re- uh, reunited with his daughter. Yeah. But he's actually trying to get rid of his possessed daughter. daughter. Oh. Yeah. I like that. So we don't spend a lot of time like in a warehouse or anything. We have these characters, and we have Hazel kind of like hiding her connection to the daughter. We have Hazel, and all these characters go to the house on Haunted Hill. There's a lot of really interesting stuff that happens with the house in the remake, there's um there's some old torture devices used to, like, electroshock therapy used to treat schizophrenics. There's stuff like that. There's this weird thing where, like, the evil core of the house, a, like, a shapeshifting creature called the darkness is revealed. And that kind of stuff is weird, and it's where the movie kind of falls apart. I mean, if we center the villain of House on Haunted Hill as this girl, this sort of seamless... possessed possessed. That- yeah. This seemingly, seemingly innocent girl who is getting caught up in this ring of these, you know kidnappers trying to get a million dollars a piece to, you know, get this girl. Then suddenly the villain motivations and the villain of the house of, on Haunted Hill is cleared up and some of the character motivations are cleared up from House on Willow Street. So we just have these people go into this house and unlike in, the mo- in House on Willow Street, right off the bat, they're like, something's weird here. They're locked in, they try all the locks. I mean, it does simplify it to be more of a haunted house story but I think there's enough going on. There's enough interesting thing we can play with the characters now because we have we're literally stripping the movie of all the frills and saying here are some characters in a room. Show us who you are as characters. Show us that we can care about you.
1: Yeah, and put them in an actual situation of panic.
0: Yes, put them in an actual situation where the girl I like is, instead of like the girl being chained up, we lose all the stuff of uh, the demon can't break a chain on her neck. She's in control almost the entire time.
1: No, I just want to make sure I got I got this clear. Yes. So would she after she's kidnapped?
0: They would stay in the haunted house, yeah. or would the warehouse have those haunted qualities? We could spend a little bit of time in the warehouse if we want to, mm-hmm. but I would rather spend. Actually, you know what? Never mind. I would like them to have think the house is a little messed up and a little weird, and you know, they find all this really crazy stuff. Uh, like you know, they see you know. The old torture devices, the old mental treatment things. Yeah. And they're like, this place is nuts, but we need to get out of here. And they need to like, get a jailbreak out of it. They can't just walk out the front door like they do in the house on Willow Street. They have to legitimately find a way out. Use their...
1: Also, you would have them get, like, in the kidnapping.
0: Yeah. Be stuck be, in the house. Be stuck in the house for maybe un- until, like, the halfway point of the movie. Because then it becomes a different movie where huh. they go back to the warehouse and they're like, we did it. All we need is to send this video. The father's going to hit us up. Oh, no. Get our money. But then some of the stuff we see in the house on Haunted Hill starts popping up in their warehouse. And she starts showing. She starts showing even more. She's like, oh, this isn't just a, you know a, a crazy old house we were just in. Maybe none of that stuff even existed. That's her. That's her doing it. Yeah, it's like it's not a haunted house you're dealing with. It's a oh, haunted girl.
1: I like that. Yeah. I like it. Now, would would the father reveal ever, like, his oh, true I think intention? <laughs> when the,
0: the father's gone. He's like, not yeah, my problem anymore.
1: Not my problem. And and you could even have a part in the characters where they're like, there was never any money.
0: Yeah. You know, there I was never like, a deal. Because there's one thing about the, from house on Willow Street that I really thought they were going to do. I saw this short film from a film called... Tales of Halloween. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and there's one part where they have a similar thing where they kidnap a rich person's kid, and they're like, "We got your kid." They call him for ransom, and and the dad's like, "You guys are dumb. That's my that's your problem now." Bye. It turns out the kid is like a monster. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You I thought they were going to do a little bit of that in Willow Street. Since they didn't, I'm going to use some of that there, where they're like, okay, they they call up the father, and they're like. We got your daughter. Man, your house is messed up, but we got her. Where's our money? And he goes, there's no money. You guys just made, made my life a whole lot easier. Thanks. Thanks. Hangs up. And now they're stuck trying to get the- out of their own warehouse that is just being morphed and transformed back into the house on Haunted Hill by Catherine, the possessed demon.
1: That would be cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. You know, I got to make sure that I don't vote because I'll <laughs> probably vote for yours. Hell. No, that's... uh. That'd be an interesting concept. Yeah. I I think, and it would be a lot better. No, there's still ties to the old, like to the old demons
0: that they're you know that they're obviously fighting. I would still keep some of those storylines, but I would also I would have some of those things they see in the House on Haunted Hill tie back into it. Yeah. So like maybe if they see if they see someone with electroshock therapy table, they're like you know one of the like Mark is like oh. My mom was crazy. I don't want to be in this room anymore. Something like that. Uh, Connections like that. I would have those ties. And you can bring the demons in later because that even increases tension. Because if the idea of confronting what happened to your relatives scares you at first... Seeing that idea with the actual person will make it even more scary in the second half well, Yeah, Yeah, will make it even worse. So it's like if you see... Like if Hazel were to see a burning house, she'd be like, Oh no, that's terrible. I have so many memories. She sees a t- if she's in a burning house with her mother inside it, ten times more. Ten so times bigger. worse for her. Yeah. And you get to relate to the character a little bit more. Yeah, you get more character insight. This way we also guarantee each one of the characters... Mornings, we get a reason and we get clarification on. Yeah, that's. We know what happened to Mark's mother. We're gonna see something that happened with Adi's brother, friend, cousin, whatever the whatever the hell he was. Still don't remember. (laughs) Still don't know. James' daughter. We're gonna know if she's alive or dead. We're gonna see something that connects to her in the house on Haunted Hill and in their warehouse. Yeah, and it's just gonna make things a lot neater and tidier. So we have a first half. Of going to kidnap a rich person's daughter for some money, on behalf of the father, in the house on Haunted Hill, and we got a jailbreak to escape. And the second half is her turning their warehouse into a house on Haunted Hill.
1: Uh, and through her possession, through her demonic powers. Demonic power, yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I was I was thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah. that would be that'd be, decent. That'd be box office right that'd there. That'd be decent. You know, I mean, like we, like we said in the, for last one, yeah. there'd be no
0: pyramid, but. It's not a pyramid. Come on. Come on I can I can't produce magic here.
1: <laughs>
0: you can't put magic to paper <laughs> like that. Like that. I mean, that's just a winner. And it's a th- winning idea.
1: As we hear both of these, yeah. like I was thinking I'm like, "Wow, you you really care about like the just the whole the wholeness of the movie." Yeah. Like, "Oh, this will develop this character. Yeah. We'll get explanations for this one and that one." And then I'm just like, I just want people to get creeped the hell out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. by some weird, bald, seven-foot guy.
0: Oh, Who's yeah. <laughs> just That's walking just around. Where, I could, where if all you give me is some people dying in a fun way, I'm fine with that. But but the movies that I want to take seriously, I want to take seriously. Oh, absolutely. Like, See no Evil is fun. Is it a good movie? Eh. Eh, eh. I'd watch it again. I'd watch it again, too. It's one
1: of my first RV movies I snuck into. Oh. A little bit of edginess there. Yeah. Because, I mean,
0: Corporate Kane's of course gonna be rated off. Corporate King I mean, Corporate, come on. Alright, guys, so that is our first edition of Monster Mashup. If you wanna vote in this Monster Mashup, please go to either Twitter at ProHorrorCast, cast me your vote, or email me at ProfessionalHorror at gmail.com, or we're now on Instagram at professionalhorror. So tweet, email, I don't know, comment on a picture I put up on Instagram. Of which one you prefer between See No Evil on Willow Street or From a House on Haunted Hill. The next time we have an episode, well, I'll unveil the results and who has to purchase whom a coffee. I'll start getting my chains together. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. What movies would you guys mash up with From a House on Willow Street to make it a better movie? Let me know that on Twitter, email, Instagram, all the, all that good stuff. Because I would like to know. And, you know, we'll see you next time with a new guest and a new movie to look at. We'll see you guys then. Catch you later.